If you give your in vitro fertilization patient single embryo transfer, you may have just the same chance of live birth as with multiple transfer and you could avoid a number of risks, such as twin pregnancy. That's according to a retrospective study from Sweden. I spoke with Shirsti London at the recent European Society of Human Reproduction and Embryology annual meeting held in Lyon to ask her more about the new findings. We collected from our database all couples who had their first fresh embryo transfer during 2003 or 2004. Uh, and it was 689 couples and we uh, included them in the study. And then we ad- added their frozen thawed transfers on top. So we had one group was a single embryo transfer group who did single embryo transfer in their fresh transfer and added the frozen thawed transfers on top of those and then the double embryo transfers as the other group and adding the frozen thought transfers on those as well and looking at the number of different variables. Does what you've seen further back up the Swedish approach which is no double embryo transfer, does this evidence further support that? Absolutely because it shows that you can reach just about the similar levels as the double embryo transfer showed in the in the randomized trials by adding the frozen thought transfers. We still perform about 25% double embryo transfers. We are trying to go down even further but because we still have a high multiple birth rate in that group. But we have to find which patients to move over to the other group. And that, of course, depends on embryo quality and maybe other factors that we don't really look into at this stage. The main difference between the group is that you have to perform more transfers in the single embryo transfer, more frozen thought to obtain the same number of live births, a couple of more. And you picked up on some predictive factors that you observed here, and some were quite surprising, weren't they? We know that the number of good quality embryos is, is, is a good prognosis factor in, in all these studies, or everywhere, because it, it indicates that you have a good prognosis patient to start with, and also it will give you more embryos. The, the Maybe a bit surprising was that uh, the number of frozen thought transfers that they had done was a negative predictive factor. We thought, maybe, if we did think before, we thought that that the more embryo transfers you made, frozen embryo transfers you made, the higher the live birth rate. But our, our um, hypothesis is that if you're a good prognosis patient, you get pregnant rather early in the, in the treatment. So that's why continuing after this stage is, is a negative factor. And what about for those people who only have the very poor embryos? What happens for them? Well, it depends on how poor, if you have really poor embryos, maybe it's no use in performing an embryo transfer. In our hospital, usually, we, if they are really, really poor, we don't pr- perform a transfer in the first cycle. We let them have another cycle to see if the quality improves, because in that case, they won't lose out of any of their cycles that they are entitled to. Otherwise, yes, we will give them what they have, because you cannot get pregnant if you don't get a transfer, but uh, at least you have some chance if we give them the poor embryos. And in that case, we would tend to maybe to give them two, but it depends on how poor they are. So it's, it's really quite subjective. You've been able to maintain the live birth rates across both groups whilst reducing multiple birth rates here. So what is the main message coming out of this for the practicing community? I think that it's very important that all clinics look into their cryopreservation program to start with because some clinics, you can see that in papers as well, they they sort of do that with their left hand. It's not as important as the the rest of their program. But I think the cryopreservation program is really, really important because I think we will be able to in the future to reach almost the same pregnancy rate with the frozen thought as with the fresh. And then we could utilise them even more to, to, to create this higher 
cumulative uh, rate. So I, I think this is really a support for continuing with the stingolema transfers and probably increasing them as well. That was Shersti London from the Salgrenska University Hospital in Jotaborg, Sweden. For the Audio Journal of Medicine, I'm Sarah Maxwell.